Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Fernando. I'm an alcoholic and your secretary for this meeting. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Our first reading for today will be the little 24-hour book for the month of November 16th. November 16th. How are you? God bless you. <clears throat> Thank you for coming on here. Yesterday was my day of relaxation. I went to visit my sister in Chino, California. I live in Glendora. Took my wife. We had a great time. We stood overnight because they wanted me to stay overnight. And lo and behold, she said her fate was running low. She needed people of like-minded that were headed in the right direction with the right format, the right God, the right enthusiasm, and the right words. You know, all we have is recovery, and because of recovery gives us a, a happy attitude that we can express our love, our enthusiasm. You know, we, everybody has drinkers in the family, and they weigh us down. And a lot of us don't want to go and, to Al-Anon and get help. You know, when we ask God for help, God comes in the form of words. Words, folks. The words that are in Al-Anon, the words that are in the 12-step program, will lift you up, fix you up, and stop the crazy. Stop the craziness that's going on. We will become better persons. We will change others if we change ourselves. How about that? Well, sometimes we are not able to, to change others. But that they have a better chance than using the same old tools that we've been using trying to change others. So God has a system, and His system is words. He created us with words. He established this earth with words, and words... Intelligent words, well thought of, will make us and help others. Will make us who God wants us to be. We're going to be reading uh, uh, quite a few books today. I'm going to see. If I'm going to go fast, and I'm going to try to to cut the uh, the commentary so you can get it directly from the source. So here we go. Twenty four hours a day. Oh, by the way, the point I was making is that I was supposed to stay there all day the next day. We had coffee and a lot of love. Uh, we were looking at The Chosen, The Chosen on YouTube, The Chosen on uh, The Angel, uh, The Programming People. In other words, that new episode of Chosen about Jesus, it was, I highly recommend it. Get into it, get into it, get into it. Uh, the point I'm making is it was supposed to be my day off yesterday, and I got a text. I'm having a surgery. I can't do the meeting. So I went and I did the meeting. And then I get another text about the same time. I need a, a speaker to, tonight at so-and-so. I'll pick you up. So there you go. I didn't get home till midnight, and I got up at 5 this morning, and I was going to go to another meeting, and the wife convinced me to settle down and relax and do my podcast 
and get some breakfast before I, I go out and work today. So that's what I'm doing today. Thank you, God, for I'm able to take counsel today and relax. I hope you too. Thank you for coming on in here and forgive me for being long-winded. I'll try and keep the, uh, the comments to a minimum to get the information to you. Here we go. November 26, a thought for the day, 24 hours a day. I have gotten rid of most of my inner conflicts. I was always at war with myself. I was doing things that I did not want to do. I was waking up in strange places and wondering how I got there. I was full of recklessness when I was drunk and full of remorse when I was sober. My life didn't make sense. It was full of broken resolves and frustrated hopes and plans. I was getting nowhere fast. No wonder my nerves were all shot. I was bumping up against a blank wall and I was dizzy from it. AA taught me how to get organized and to stop fighting against myself. Have I gotten rid of my inner conflicts? Meditation for the day. When two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. The Spirit of God comes upon His followers when they are all together at one time, in one place, and with one accord. When two or three consecrated souls are together at a meeting place, the Spirit of God is there to help and guide them. Where any sincere group of people are together, reverently seeking the help of God, His power and His Spirit are there to inspire them. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may be in one accord with the members of my group. I pray that I may feel the strength of a consecrated group. Amen. Kick it out of the park. Pretty cool, huh? All right. I'm going to shift gears here and read to you from a book that's called Keep It Simple by Hazleton. It always surprises me the, the wisdom and the enthusiasm that's in this book. November 16th. Pray for power equals to your task. Pray for powers equal to your task. Philip Brooks. Interesting, huh? Our task is to stay sober and to help others who still suffer from addiction. We will need patience and understanding. We will need much love. Most of all, we will need to work a strong program. Pray that you come to know the steps well. Pray that you will want to help others always. Pray for courage and wisdom. Pray for these things and you'll have a strong program. In the program, we learn that prayer works. We see prayer changes our lives and the lives of those around us. We came to know the power of prayer. Prayer for the day. Higher power, I pray for knowledge of your will for me and the power to carry it out. Action for today. Today, I'll admit my needs by praying for help from my higher power. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, God, help us today in our recovery. Help us to stay more than sober but aware, aware of what you're doing in our surroundings, aware how we can listen to someone and take their, their concerns and their pains just by listening, not by giving advice, but by listening, Lord. 
and taking away their pains. Give us skill and tact, Father, higher power to do your work down here and give us indicators that we're in the right place, in the right direction, solving the right situations uh, to honor you and your wisdom. Amen. Woo. Get it on. Okay, daily reflections for today. A daily reprieve, November 16th. Thank you, everyone. Amen. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for allowing me to ramble on and to, to hit some into the heavens and make a difference for our day. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Alcoholic Anonymous, page 85. I just may add that the word reprieve can be used in more simpler for me, when I came in, I didn't understand what the word reprieve meant. Never heard it before. What we really have is a daily task contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. What we really have is a daily duty contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. What we really have is a daily work contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Amen. Okay, Alcoholic Nouns, page 85. Maintaining my spiritual condition is like working out every day. Planning for the marathon, swimming laps, jogging, is staying in good shape spiritually, and that requires prayer and meditation. The single most important way for me to improve my conscious contact with a higher power is to pray and meditate. I am as powerless over alcohol as I am to turn back the waves of the sea. No human force had the power to overcome my alcoholism. Now I am able to breathe the air of joy, happiness, and wisdom. I have the power to love and react to events around me with the eyes of, of a faith in things that are not readily apparent. My daily reprieve means that no matter how difficult or painful things appear today, I can draw on the power of the program to stay liberated from my cunning, baffling, and powerful illness. Amen. Wow. <clears throat> and guys, we, we can use this same thing for going to school, to work, work <clears throat> going to working out, stay tuned, go to sleep early, <clears throat> make a to-do list for the next day, make a I-do-not-want-to-do list for the next day, and pray and say, God, if you're God, help me to do this not-to-do list. Amen. And then put it under your pillow so you can sleep on it or under your mattress. Again, let us make a, I don't want to do this, go to the gym, exercise, watch, watch my physical fitness, my words. And then for the next day, and ask God, if God is God, to give you the strength and the power to get that accomplished. God likes a good challenge. That's how I know my God. He likes a good challenge. Amen. All right, let's go see what our sponsor, King Solomon, my sponsor, has to say. Mr. Solomon, do you have any wisdom for today, for to the 16th of today's date? 
He says, yes, wisdom exalts God. Number one, go ahead and make all the plans you want, but it is the Lord who will ultimately direct your steps. Two, we are all in love with our own opinions, convinced they're correct, but the Lord is in the midst of us, testing and probing our very motive, everyone. Every motive. Before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Then every plan you make will succeed. The Lord works everything together to accomplish His purpose. Even the wicked are included in His plans. He sets them aside for the day of disaster. The Lord tests God tests all the proud of heart, for pride attracts his punishment, and you can count on that. You can avoid evil through surrendered worship and the fear of God, for the power of his faithful love removes sin's guilt and grips over you. When the Lord is pleased with the decisions you made, he activates grace to turn enemies into friends. It is better to have a little with a heart that loves justice than to be rich and not have God on your side. Within your heart, you can make plans for your future, but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there. Again, within your heart, you can make plans for your future, but the Lord chooses the steps to take to get there. Living like a king. A king speaks the revelation of truth, so he must be extraordinarily careful in the decrees that he makes. The Lord expects you to be fair in every business deal, for he is the one who sets the standard for righteousness. Kings and leaders despise wrongdoing, for the true authority to rule and reign is built on a foundation of righteousness. Kings and leaders love to hear godly counsel, and they love those who tell them the truth. The anger of a king releases the messenger of death, but a wise person will know how to pacify his wrath. Life-giving light streams from the presence of a king, and his favor is showered upon those who please him. Everyone wants gold, but wisdom's worth is far greater. Everyone seeks gold, but wisdom's worth is far greater. Silver is sought after, but a heart of understanding yields a greater return. Repenting from evil places you on the highway of holiness. Protect purity and you protect your life. 18. Your boast becomes a prophecy of a future failure. The higher you lift yourself up in pride the harder you'll fall in disgrace. It is better to be meek and lowly and live among the poor than to live high and mighty among the rich and famous. One skilled in business discovers prosperity, but the one who trusts in God is blessed beyond belief. Again, verse 20. One skilled in business discovers prosperity, but the one who trusts in God is blessed beyond belief. 
walking with wisdom. The one with a wise heart is called discerning, and speaking sweetly to others makes your teaching even more convincing. Wisdom is a deep well of understanding. Open up within you as a fountain of life for others. But it's senseless to try to instruct a fool. Wisdom words pour from a heart of wisdom, adding value to all you teach. Nothing is more appealing than speaking beautiful, life-giving words, for they release sweetness to our souls and inner healing to our spirits. Before every person, there is a path that seems like the right one to take, but it leads straight to hell. Life motivation comes from the deep longings of the heart, and the passion to see them fulfill urges you onward. A wicked scoundrel wants to dig up dirt on others, only to spread slander and shred their reputation. A twisted person spreads rumors, a whispering gossip ruins good friendships. A vicious criminal can be persuasive, enticing others to join him as partners in crime, but he leads them all down a despicable path. It is easy to tell when a wicked man is hatching some crook scheme. crooked scheme is written all over his face. He looks betrayed. His looks betray him as he gives birth to his sin. Old age with wisdom will crown you with dignity and honor, for it takes a lifetime of righteousness to acquire it. Do you want to be a mighty warrior? It is better to be known as one who is patient and slow to anger. Do you want to conquer a city? Rule over your temper before you attempt to rule a city. We must toss the coin and roll the dice, but God's will is greater than luck. Wow. This is the Passion Translation I've been reading from, guys. We may toss the coin and roll the dice, but God's will is greater than luck. Wow. One time I was in Reno working construction for a granite construction. We were laying down asphalt way up there in Virginia City and all over the little towns. You know, the asphalt was hot as can be. And we put it on the back of the truck and rush it over there and then dump it on the ground. And, uh, and what happened? <laughs> I'm moving too fast. Oh, and I, I spent my money at the at the Grand Hotel, like a lot of us does, in a machine. I went in there with a little bit of money and just had enough of my rent and a little bit to get me by. I wasn't working all that many hours. And I put some money in the machine, MGM, and it gave me an incredible amount, you know, money. And I turned around and wanted more, and I lost it all. And I lost my my rent money and to top it off I was going home so de dejected that I, I prayed I said father forgive me for spending my for being greedy you blessed me and I didn't walk away 
And I looked to the left and I saw a little humble cafe that said, play at my house. And to me, God was telling me, give to the poor. And what would happen if you give to the poor? And I have, and I did. You know, when I have extra money, I want to gamble. We may toss the coin and roll the dice, but God's will is greater than luck. And he says he will pay back with interest. Ha ha. And that's been the case, folks. We have given to the poor at and times that we needed a car, we needed something. And, uh, and today we lack of nothing and people started giving us free cars. That's the truth. That's my story. Maybe I should, you know, we gave over and above what normal people would do. And we tested God. Test me on this, say it, God. See if I don't open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you cannot contain. We just came back from 12 days from being in Hawaii. And guess what? We spent it about, she hasn't get my, I calculated how much we had spent it, but my mentality is from $80 to $100 a day. For Waikiki, the, the moon, the rooms are four fifty to six fifty in in the Hilton Royal and the two islands we stayed. I go with with a friend, a sponsee and his wife. They invite us. God bless them. They like our ranting, <laughs> and we have a great time. We we conquer the islands. Take care. God bless you. I gotta go and turn on my Zoom class. See if anybody's in there. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up his counts, and give you peace, and establish you in every which way he chooses. May your higher power lift you up and polish you up today and get you going on your way. Amen. Give them heaven, family. <laughs>